Hi all and welcome to the latest Life of Tribe podcast. I'm your host Andrew Owen. So in this episode we're going to look at something a little bit different. We're going to look at a variant of triathlon which we I don't know too much about myself um, which is cross triathlon. Um, I'm not going to go into the detail of what it is because I'm joined on the episode by Ashley um, Delotts and Ashley will be able to explain it better than I w- will. Um, Ash is relatively... Um, successful in cross try and he's represented um, GB um, across uh, a number of races internationally. So I'm not going to go too much into it. Let's just jump straight into the episode. Here it is. Hope you enjoy. Thanks. So, Ash, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you on the, the podcast. Um, thanks for reaching out on sort of Instagram. But, I, you know, I think we'd um, I, you know, I'd come across your posts as well previously before you reached out. And um, especially around the, sort of like the cross-try element of it. It's not necessarily um, an area of triathlon that I know very well. I know the traditional, you know, road biking, lake swim or, or a sea swim or a pool swim and then traditional sort of road running but not necessarily the cross-try element of it. Um, you know, will, will you just talk us through, probably, what, what's the main difference between cross-try and normal triathlon as I know it? Yeah, for sure. So the, the biggest difference is that you, you swim like in a lake or river. I've, pool ones may exist, but I've not done one yet. Um, and then you basically hop on your mountain bike. That's the biggest difference. And then you go around a mountain bike course um and then you get off your bike just like in a regular triathlon and then you slip on your trainers but you wear a pair of trail running shoes um, and then you can depend on where you are in the world it may be like around like a local park sort of situation or it could be up and down a mountain like um yeah depends on how what the train is but it's normally they they tend to go from sprint up to olympic distance but off-road basically so same distances but just tend to be a lot more hilly and lumpy because of the mountain element. I, from my point of view, though, and, um, and regular listeners to the podcast will know this, I, I don't necessarily come from um, a swim, bike, run background. I, you know, I come from team sports. And um, what I would say is the one thing I do love when I first got into, I got into running, first of all, I love the trail running. Um, it's, yeah. it's, I, I love it. There's something about trail running where, all of a sudden, for me anyway, the pressure's off about going as fast as possible because you've got to really concentrate on the terrain. Yeah. But whether you're going up, you're constantly looking right. What what's my foot in? You know, what's underneath me? Will I have? You know, will I be able to get grip? Will I slip? And then you've got the other element of it coming down, and I'm absolutely <laughs> shocking at coming down. Um, and I, I love that as well. So, you know, is are you talking? Is it that sort of terrain, or is it more of mixture, or, or what? Yeah, it's um, it well, it depends on the course where you are, but most of the time it's proper um, proper off road. Like um, what springs to mind? Like I did Italy last year. That was really good at Lake Garda, and you're running like round the edge of the lake and off up into the foothills, and it's like you have to really concentrate on what you're doing. Um, and then likewise, a month later, I went to Belgium and um raced around the citadel where they have the cyclocross world cup and so you're running through a castle and scrambling up the banks and stuff and then you're running up and down the steps and all that and over the drawbridges so it's like yeah it's really varied but it's it get you 
yeah, you can get that sort of flow where you're really concentrating, so you can't think of anything else, but then you're also totally relaxed and just going through the trees and things, which is quite nice, if that makes sense. So how did you get into it? Did, did you come from a triathlon background or, or a, a different um, background? No, I, I, um, I grew up like uh, racing mountain bikes, but just downhill and um, surfing a fair bit. And then just stumbled into triathlon through mates and stuff doing it and had a bit of a pop, you know, thought it looked like fun, did a few sprint events and all that. Um, and then my, um, I, the, the universe sort of showed me cross triathlon because um, my coach at the time had started doing it a bit and um, it like nudged me towards it. But I don't have a mountain bike. And then one of my mates um, was selling a mountain bike really cheap. So I was like, oh, get that. And then gave it a go and yeah, just never really looked back. So how did you then sort of take that step up for, you know, you, you've gone and you've done European races. Have you done that from a, a GB point of view or is it off your own back? Yeah, it's a bit of both. It's sort of like um, in football, you've got like the um, the UEFA Champions League or whatever, and then obviously people play for England as well. Um, or it's, or it's oh, better analogy, it's more like Ironman. So you have all your races, but um, you have the age group like GB events and yeah, yeah, ITU, ETU. So there's a brand called Xterra, which is um, the Ironman equivalent in cross triathlon. Um, and sadly, there's no... UK extra around because well a multitude of reasons it's it's um it's just bigger in Europe basically because they got more space and that I think there are some good cross tri races in the UK but they haven't got a big branded event yeah so you have um there's the extra world tour just like Ironman and then every year they have a final in Hawaii but it's on oh, an right. island yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's pretty good and then yeah separately as well do the um the GBH group stuff too so for the ICU and ETU and I'm assuming then that that's qualification when you're doing the GB element of it, you know, you're qualifying within races. Yeah. So you can use some of the cross try events in the UK to get your evidence um, and your placings, but the, um, the Xterra ones also obviously count um, yeah. because the events are quite limited in the UK. They're quite open to as long as you can get to one and do it and get a good result, then they, they take it on a case by case basis. And so if, if someone was looking to sort of get into cross tray, um, yeah. you know, how would they go about it? You know, because ultimately it appeals to me. It's potentially another new bike, which I don't know <laughs> if another half would be that happy about. No, no, but um, no. yeah, but you know, where's, where's the foot in sort of thing? Yeah. Um, there's a, I'm not on Facebook much, but um it's just too much of a time thief, isn't it? Yeah. But um, there's a group called like the Cross Tri Hub, which is quite good. Um, so it just introduces you and they post loads of events. Um, there's the team manager for like the GBH group team. He's a good point of contact. Um, then like through Instagram and things like that, just finding people. Um, but I'd say, yeah, it's a bit, bit of a strange one. You get a lot of um, like people just floating about for it like regular triathletes that then just end up getting another bike and it's not the courses some like if you go away abroad then the courses can be a bit more full-on but it's not massive jumps or anything crazy because you're still in like a tri suit at the end of the day and a little helmet aren't you you haven't got knee and elbow pads on for the mountain yeah. bike yeah yeah so um it's not like a black run or anything so it is quite toned down the mountain bike and so it's a lot more accessible than people think if that makes sense yeah. Um, 
So yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a strange one to get into. I guess it's just um, using things like Instagram and whatnot. Because there's no, I'm not in a particular cross try um, like local club. There is a, the Race Off Road Club, which um, a pro athlete Doug Hall and Nicole Walters run. Um, that's like a more of a uh, more of a virtual club, I guess. They do like annual um, training camps and stuff like that. Oh, cool. Because look, I, I'm I'm South Wales based. I, you know, I'm I'm in Cardiff and. Um, Triathlon in the last few years, last 10 years, I would say here, has massively boomed. Yeah. Um, probably because of events like Ironman Wales. Um, so it's, it's gone through the roof. And, and now you can't really move for <laughs> the smaller events as well. And, yeah. and that's a good thing because these smaller events are opening up the world of triathlon to, 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 the, um, to the rest of the world, so to speak, or yeah. the rest of the area. Um, but but what I haven't come across, I suppose, is the cross try within the South Wales area, and it, it, yeah. it's a shame because it, it probably w- would add something to the, the calendar, so to speak, you know, and, and the schedule of races. Um, d- does this follow a, a similar sort of um, time of year that the events are run? Uh, you know, as a traditional triathlon. Yeah, yeah. So like. The big, the big players in the UK, there's like the Eastbourne Triathlon, Cross Triathlon. There's one in Abbey Moor each year, one at Craggy Island. So both of those are in Scotland, which is a bit of a mission. And then there's um, the Ventrex one, which is um, down like Pippingford Way, which is like Reading, I think. Um, but the one thing there is in the UK is there's a lot more cross triathlon. I think it's because of like land management, because yeah. getting a big body of water next to some land that you can race mountain bikes is a bit hard it was hard enough for road tries isn't it like, like, yeah, yeah. And, and i had um um kathy stringer on the other day and she, she yeah. very similar to yourself um sort of gb represented age group and element of it and um you know and she's got into duathlon and so we had a good chat about it and i do generally think that there is a place for duathlon within yeah. triathlon and on its own as well but yeah. you, you're right it, it's the swimming element is often the most difficult to sort of factor in because you can find a trail and you can to run on and to cycle on, but to, you know that body of water, like you said, is difficult. And well, it's like they have the um, the escape um, Afan or the Afan Extreme or something like that, duathlon, cross duathlon up near you. Um, run by Tough Runner, is it, or, or, or Tough yeah. Mudder or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and to be honest, they're starting to do um, a good series of duathlons which, yeah. I, you know, which I'm aware of and um, well and triathlon anyway but running events there's a couple that are running around by me and I wish I'd had the idea because <laughs> well, I sort of had the idea of thinking well this would be a really good organized run in and around this area and yeah someone else jumped in and had it so uh, I've had like the brainwave of doing I want to do a cross triathlon in Bristol but it's making it happen because you've got like the big harbour yeah. You've got the Ashton Court Estate where you could have all this got all the mountain bike loops built into it already. Oh, wow! Yeah, so you used to have the Harbour Triathlon in Bristol. I don't know if you ever did that one. No, no, no. But um, that was my first Olympic distance back in 20, 2015, I think, something like that. So, um, yeah, and is that you a sort of local area? Are you, yeah, so it's, I live in Bristol. Yeah, oh, cool. Um, in I, the I, I, can, I can tell by the accent actually. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, cool, yeah. yeah. It's um, yeah, it's it's fascinating actually the fact that there's a whole world out there which is so similar to the sport that I love and I know very little about it. Yeah. And um, so, 
going back to then like when you know you said you first started um did you know did you have people around you to, that helped you get into triathlon and then sort of other you know cross triathlon as well um yeah like my wife and that was really supportive my i don't know why but yeah i'd picked up the idea then my dad when i was younger got hold of it and did it um i had like a few knee injuries and stuff from other bits and bobs that i've been doing and um didn't actually do a try for a good few years um and then yeah 2015 i started training properly i think 2014 was my first year doing triathlon 2015 i started training properly and then did the gba troop stuff for sprint on the road in 2016 yeah. um and then at the end of 2016 stumbled onto um the cross tri world and um i only did the one i did the European champs the sprint stuff on the road that in 2017 and the rest of my entire year was just all racing off road so um yeah well and truly caught the bug <laughs> yeah and um what was your favorite race so to date then oh it's a hard one um like the the exterra world in Maui was insane because well, like, it's, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's where it is isn't it yeah exactly it's wow. Just the atmosphere, like you know, you're at a big race with helicopters flying around and stuff. <laughs> um, and it's mad because, uh, again, this is me assuming, but like the you know, the level of exposure you have in this country to then take it to another country which thinks it's absolutely massive, yeah, it must be amazing. Yeah, no, it's, it's really cool. Um, likewise, Belgium is one of the best court because the Belgians can definitely build a good bike course, um, and it's just it's all in that castle so it's a real intense atmosphere it's almost like a festival so they've got bands playing the whole time and then there's people lining through the, and you're riding this amazing castle which is really cool yeah um, so that's probably one of the cool places i've got to race as well really, so, oh, well, well i was just about to ask though um this year how has it affected you you know covid you know yeah. events being cancelled left right and center i had i had some big plans i was gonna go I was down to do a couple of exterior events. I'd left it quite open because I ended my last year with a hamstring injury. So I was kind of like just sort of seeing how it went. But I had two, I was going to go to Greece, exterior Greece and um, exterior Oak Mountain in Alabama in the States. Oh, wow. I had to do a work trip, so I was going to try and tie it all together. Um, <laughs> it's <a> convenient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, they all fell through because of COVID. And then the ITU world champs in September's fallen through. So I've kind of reset and I've, because I only started racing on the road during sprint night and had no background in endurance sport, just surfing and riding my bike down a hill. It doesn't get you very fit. Yeah. Um, so like I've been, I've never done a half marathon or even run over like an hour really. And like I've been doing some four hour bikes, just gradually building up that big base so I can um, look to put the speed on it when it comes to it next year when we get back to racing. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously racing is returning now, but I'm a bit, um, I don't know. We're also moving house. We're in the middle of moving house, so that's been um, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah that's, so we, I'm in not. I'm not moving house at the moment, but I've just had um, a baby, a, a second. So yeah. we, we've got an eight month old, eight week old baby at the moment, and um, yeah, damn family things getting in. With <laughs> <you>. <laughs> that's it, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, just like just focus on having fun again, really. Um, getting out on the the cross bike and things, and exploring and just trying to um, sort out the life things, I think. Um, just trying to, yeah, build that solid base. And I had a few niggles and that from last year hanging over as well. So just trying to 
iron everything out, get that base built. Yeah, and it sounds like a very similar situation to where I am. And I've still got a couple of little niggles now. And I, I very much saw when COVID hit, right, this this is an opportunity. If the, if the year is going to be written off or a good chunk of the year is going to be written off, let's yeah. just try and sort everything out. And I've got like a slight lower back QL sort of glute issue. Oh, really? um, and yeah, hopefully you know, we, you know, that'll, that'll get sorted and ultimately... I, I, you know, by re- not just rest, but active rest, you, you should yeah. sort it as well. It's yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's a funny old time in it at the moment. It's yeah. It is, I, so I'm not sure how excited I am to go. The other thing is like, if there are races at the end of the year, it's all like the social distance races, and it's like, is there any point trying to get fit and peak for those and potentially eat them into next year's fitness? Yeah. Like, what's the point of peaking for one event and if you pull your hamstring a week before and it's all wasted, isn't it? And it's my biggest fear at the moment. I posted on social media today, actually, that you know lockdown is starting to be rest- um, the restrictions are being lifted. So um, you know the biggest fear is that there's there's two types of people out there. The, the, those who have kept up their training, and yeah. hats off to them because when you lose the motivation of races and things to to keep up the level of training it is difficult so hats off to those individuals and then there's another group of people that probably either slacked off their training yeah. or stopped altogether and the danger is now that people will just start back training and go back to a level where um they think they they are but they're not because they've had months out of the pool they've potentially not had the, the running training or the cycling training that they once had yeah. um or the, the, you know, the, the fitness that they had, I should say. Um, and that's the danger, that, that people will um, go to an event yeah. thinking, this, this is the peak, this is my year now, and I'm just going to um, rest in this dog. <laughs> What's the dog's name? I uh, spoke. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> but um, yeah, and so I, that, that's my thinking anyway, that we will lose, or um, that people will put everything into these one events that they're trying to do yeah. and, and, and potentially either fail or get injured or not be able to complete it. Well, that's why British try of, um, they've made, was it all the, the swims are non-competitive for the first six weeks the pool's being open, aren't they? Or something like that. Are they? Wow. Yeah. They've like, yeah, they're, they're calling the time or they're doing something. So basically you can't have a proper race until the pool's been open for at least six weeks to let people get back into that confidence but I know what you mean like my dad's a he's a nightmare for everything in life he'll just go from zero to 100 miles an hour straight away <laughs> uh, even, even like doing up Ikea furniture he's like tightening it up and it's not tight until the bolt snapped off you know like it's yeah he's a nightmare but yeah, yeah it's is it's hard it's like yeah it's important to rein yourself back isn't it like you said in your post and trying to ease back into it and yeah because it, it it's it's what is it three to one ratio you lose your fitness roughly yeah, I know. You know, it all depends on the in, in oh, yeah, totally. things, but it's yeah, it's uh, you know, it, it, it's it's easy to lose it, isn't it? You know, um, yeah. wrong type of training or inactivity, and you can yeah. lose elements of it. But my biggest fear is that with gyms being closed, there's a certain element of strength and conditioning that people have lost as well, yeah. and yeah. they'll just jump on a bike, and especially possibly the ones who go longer distance as well. They'll yeah. try and jump on a bike for four or five hours and they'll do themselves some mischief because they still think they're where they were. 
Um, and I'm guilty of that. I, I've done it previously. I, you know, I've come back from injury and I've tried to run a half marathon when I haven't run for like a month or something. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, you. Um, it's a strange one. The the difference between racing on the road and off road is like the intensity as well is um is a different sort of fitness. If that makes sense, like on the road. Oh, obviously, the sprints, the Olympic draft, legal is a bit different. But on the road, you're sort of holding a flat power, aren't you? For the whether it's Ironman bike, but like yeah, yeah. the off road, you're trying to hold that power, but then do efforts off of it the whole time, which just because you've got to go around a tight corner, sprint out, and or run up a steep bank, or it just um yeah saps you down and and then you've got the other the more technical element of handling your bike so you've got like the double whammy of fatigue and the um, lack of skill if you haven't ridden your bike for three months yeah, uh, yeah. and and, and it, it's right you know you are right there you, you sort of lose that what what would be known in football or rugby as match fitness yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fit as an individual, but that sort of mental, you're not switched on enough to think, oh, there's, there's, a, there's a bend, there's a corner coming here. I need to hit it right in order to exit it right. Totally. Um, so, yeah, you're 100% right and hit the nail yeah. on the head with that one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, looking forward then, do you, do you think next year would be a big year for you if you've, um, you know, not written off this year, but you yeah. look to build on this year instead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I haven't. I say I've written off, but I'm not going to have any A events. So that makes sense. If there's like a local cross try running that's like two hours drive from the house, then I might go give it a go. You know, or do you have, uh, one of the winter cross triathlons? I go to Afghan. It's not far from me. But I'm not going to fly across Europe to go to a race. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This year I was hoping to do those Xterra events and like um, I was quite close to the the pro criteria oh, wow. last year so kind of like within reach so the plan for this year was to try and nudge up that next gear and try and yeah be in the mix for that but um yeah so i have to see what happens um it's going to be an interesting one to see everyone's like you said everyone's even going to come out of this year really fit next year's going to be like insanely fast always going <laughs> yeah. to know that people because they've not done anything and try to go fast immediately well, it, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I, I just hope if, if that happens, I'm not one of those ones left behind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, for, for me, I like going longer because there's, there's not so much pressure around getting the time within yeah. my mindset anyway. Yeah. You, you still want to do your best. And you still want to go as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, my, my days of sprints, I think, are over yeah from a competitive point of view anyway. yeah so. same I, yeah oh, like speeds like it just wears your body down doesn't it doing the speed work and things like that it's just um, I don't know my body doesn't like it too much I, it's surprising how as you build that base how fast your zone 2 gets you know without doing the speed work like if you stick it like the math tone sort of method it's that isn't it it's just like that constant speed work building that big old engine so you don't actually need as big a turbo on it whereas a lot of people they just start with a tiny little engine they do all the speed work straight away and they just yeah it's like having a really small car with a turbo in it yeah well i remember when i first came into um running anyway um, my other half's part of a running club i nice. stopped playing football and rugby and i thought and i was like yeah, let, let's go out with the running club uh, i knew them all anyway from a social aspect and um I was renowned in the running club for blowing up early. <laughs> you know, I would go, you know, say it was a five or six mile club run. I would go all out for the first three miles, be right at the front, like, yeah, this is amazing. And yeah, for the next three miles, be at the back, 
blow it out on the back. Oh, totally. I reckon that's what's going to happen in my first race back as well. It always happens. My first proper race of the year, you are absolutely nuts. You forget how to pace it and everything. Yeah, yeah. And you're so excited that you're racing yeah. and, and and the season started and you're there. And yeah, you, <laughs> you just blow up your backside. Um, yeah. the, the one thing I was going to mention, I sort of going off that, you know, I'm getting older and maybe I just want to go a little bit longer or a little bit slower anyway. Um, I interviewed this week um, a guy called Reese Jenkins and yeah. Reese is running around the coast of Wales. Oh, is he the, is it, oh, rocks, it begins with R, the brand. Rock, Rockman. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, um, he's looking to do the, the, the record and it's 19 and a half days. He's aiming for it to be 20 and a half days. Mm. And um, when I was speaking to him and I was thinking, oh, I, I'd love to do this, you know, and yeah. for, for for me now, the, the shortest stuff's done. I can't do it anymore. My 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 body won't allow it. Um, but yeah, that longer stuff, that that the, the the appeal or the challenge or that, it's right up my street. Yeah, so, it does look interesting. It, I like it's weird. Like I've never really been that bothered about Ironman and all that. But then I watched it what November last year, and it like it actually looked appealing. And I didn't just like. <laughs> disconnect youtube after like 30 seconds like i've tried in the ball and i tried to yeah. watch it hey it, it, it's why i'm here right because 2011 i went down to tembe and i watched the first iron man in wales and i i was hooked right yeah. um i we, we had a friend who did it he um he, he didn't make it out to the swim he got um timed out he was you know there was tears on the beach of everyone around who was like oh this guy hasn't made it um and then the rest of the day you saw all these people coming in and we and you know, you saw people coming in close to 17 hours, which is the cutoff point. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just the atmosphere was brilliant. And to be honest, you, you peak in the sense of with an Ironman event within triathlon, the crowd is, is amazing. It, it's like going to watch um, the London Marathon uh, as opposed to like a 5K. Yeah. The crowd that you get really gets you going. And anyway, yeah. so that's why I'm here. And um, yeah, so... Danger is by watching a big event like that and seeing the crowd and seeing just the atmosphere. Yeah, it, it, it's the danger of signing up for something. Oh yeah, it's it's mad, isn't it? That's the other thing with like racing the the cross track and all this stuff because you've got the mountain bike element as well. So you go and watch a mountain bike race. Oh, that looks. And then you're like, oh, I should probably do some mountain bike races. And then you try to shoehorn that into your season as well. And... Yeah. yeah. But, uh, the, yeah. Well, the, the reason I asked at the very beginning about um, fell running and, yeah. like, and, and that, whether it was that type of running, um, I'm a massive fan of the man versus horse race in Midway. Yeah. I don't know if you've come across that. I've come across it, yeah. Oh, I love it. I, I, I've done it a couple of times. I've, I've yeah. never done the full event, yeah. but you can do it as, as legs. Um, so <laughs> it's about 22, 21 miles, and, and there's three um, legs to run, and you can do it as a relay. Yeah, and I love it. Absolutely love mm. it. I absolutely shit myself the first time a horse ran by the side of me, oh, but wow. um, but it's an amazing event, and I th that's that's why I love it. With the fell running, it's it's not just that I'm on the road. I only have to focus on going in a straight line and getting it as fast as possible. The technical aspect of um, fell running or even mountain biking, you know, in, yeah. in this sense, it is amazing, and um. I wish I was one of these people that could, on a downhill, just lean forward and throw myself off a mountain. Oh, it's, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. What's a pro fell runner go downhill? Is yeah. I, I I got a mate in running club, and um, on the flat, I'll, I'll beat him every time. Put me on a, I'll beat him up going uphill as well. But put me yeah. on a downhill, 
he's unbelievable. He, 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 it's just like he lets gravity take over yeah. and he just, yeah, falls down the mountain, but falls, yeah, right, it falls in the right way. Let's put it that yeah. way. It's like I couldn't really get it until I started doing more mountain biking, which is only when you're, it's like with a car tire, you only skid when you're trying to stop or change direction, don't you? So it's like, it's that thing of trying to pick your line, isn't it? And bounce your way down off of stuff. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Um, yeah, people don't believe you in it. You say it hurts more running downhill than it does uphill. The worst parts are downhill, definitely. <laughs> Bear with me, my battery's about to die. Oh, mate. Sorry. <laughs> my, lap my laptop went um, sort of dimmer then. I was like, shit. <laughs> Panic. <Yeah. Yeah>. <laughs> Um, right, I, I'll, I'll knock it on the head there. We've had about 20 minutes to, uh, you know, uh, sort of our catch-up. From a cross-try point of view, really, really interested. So keep in touch. Be really keen to sort of see how it goes, you know, maybe the end of this year for you or next year. Come up, come back on. Let's have a chat about it. If you go oh, in, really? you know, next time you're, you're going abroad, we'd love to hear about it as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we, we'll go from there. But, yeah, thanks for coming on on the podcast. No worries. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'll um, keep you posted and maybe we'll get out for a ride or something. If you well, want. you're more than welcome to come over to uh, South Wales anytime. Plenty oh, of mountains oh. to climb over here anyway. Definitely. All right, mate. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Have a good evening. And yourself. Ta Thanks for listening to the Life for Try podcast. We really hope you enjoyed. And if you have any thoughts or feedback in how we can improve or any topics you want us to talk about in the future, please let us know. We exist to try and make triathlon simple. So your feedback is really important to us. Check out our social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. Um, subscribe to those channels. Follow us, like us, tag us into posts. Just interact with us and we look forward to speaking to you in the future. Thanks for listening.